Hello, and welcome to episode 86 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is my podcast where I speak with some of the most totally awesome people I've met online. This week's friend is a very funny creative type. A writer, actor, director, producer, improv comedian. All that, and he's from Kelowna, B.C.? Nice. I'm, of course, talking about Nathan Hare, and it was so great talking to him. We get into his comedy upbringing, how much I very much enjoyed his short film, Life is Seriously Wild, and it was so good that I was only a bit out of my mind this episode, so listen for that. Uh, So now, without further ado, Friends of the Show, episode 86 with Nathan Hare. Nice. (laughs) How's it going? It's going great. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's very exciting um, having you on. Thanks for being on the podcast. This is the podcast, Friends of the Show, where I talk to some of the funniest people on the internet. That's it. That's the tagline. Nice. It used to have more of like a structured intro, and you get like a little intro, and then we'd we'd have to go through several phases where we talk about tweets and all this stuff. This is the 2.0 version, Nathan. It's way more loosey-goosey. It's go with the flow. It's 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 nice. I like it. I feel relaxed. I'm glad. That's what I'm trying to I'm trying to get that, you know, did we start get like 10 minutes in? Do we are we recording? Are we did we start get that? Get that whole thing? You ever get that? All the time. All the time. Well, we should <laughs> mention who you are. We should say who you are. We should let the listeners know who you are. So, um, officially, the official official byline is, Nathan Hare is a comedian, writer, and actor from Vancouver, Canada. His work has been featured in BuzzFeed, the CBC, and reached the front page of Reddit. His popular internet videos have been viewed by millions. Amazing. Nice. Straight from my website, it's recent recent writing of, of mine. Yeah, I just put that online. It's so succinct, it. and it, yeah, it's succinct. Yeah. It flows. It really says all you need to say. Front page of Reddit. That's the front page of the internet. If you didn't know already, so I don't know where do you go from there, Nathan. You can't even. You've already reached the pinnacle of uh, the internet. So, well, anytime I've been on that website. I've never been properly credited, which I actually don't care about. <laughs> Classic but... Reddit, yeah. <laughs> who, who cropped? The credit. Who cropped your handle? <laughs> I I don't know. I have to go. I've I've had it where people have posted my stuff. I've found it. I've been like, oh shit, this is me, but I'm cropped out. And then someone in the comments will be like, actually, I, this is me. <laughs> And you stole it from me, and it's someone completely who's not me at all, some other person who also cropped it out, but they stole an already cropped image, and yes. there's people fighting over it for credit. Yeah, who stole it first? <laughs> yeah, no, like, I, I actually curated this myself. Um, thank you. Yeah. It's my watermark on the original <laughs> crop. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It is pretty wild how that happens, how it's like people are or they're out here chasing clout, maybe not the greatest content creators themselves, but they got an eye for it, right? They know what's funny. They know how to pluck this and that from the the timeline. And then they, they just post it on their own page. And I guess is it's good. It's part of the how the internet web 2 is, is built and how it runs. But is it that good? Yeah. I don't know. It seems like it's, it honestly seems like more effort to like be screenshotting stuff and posting it without credit than like writing tweets. But maybe I'm maybe I'm really uh, being charitable <laughs> to these the people's creativity. The curators, Nathan, they're curators of <laughs> internet content. They bring it all from from the vast reaches of the web, and they bring yes. it to the masses. That's that's how it works. I mean, it is a way for things, content to spread around, but you know, at what cost? At what cost, Nathan? Well, yeah. Uh, at a, maybe not a particularly high cost. I don't know. Yeah, probably <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> so you're over there on the west coast. We are three hours apart 
on the clocks. And how's the clocks working out over there? We did we change them all okay? This is a weird it's a weird day to schedule a podcast, and I apologize for that. Oh no worries at all. Now it's all automatic, hey. Your phone will just do it. Yeah, phone the did, phone keeps I, you honest. I did sleep in and then I woke up at eleven thirty and that's never I don't typically sleep that late, so it t- technically, I only slept till ten thirty. But <laughs> okay, weird. <laughs> weird, how that, weird how that works. Weird how that works. Um, but, but yeah, it is good yeah, that your phone. It's good that your phone keeps you up to date, and you're like, ah, this phone doesn't. This no, this number doesn't match the number on the microwave. Better fix it. Where before, yeah. you never, I love Apple you didn't stuff. know. Well, yeah, exactly. it's, it was Apple. Apple did that. Apple helped us all with that. <laughs> Thank you, Apple. Yeah. So we were all on the same time page now. We're all on the same clock. Apparently, we're getting rid of it, your province and mine. But until those crazy USA um, states that we're aligned with um, change also, it's not happening. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. It's this. I don't really care one way or the other, to be honest. Political red tape. <laughs> yeah, you haven't <laughs> suffered too many <laughs> negative effects from the time change. No, no. Mainly just to sleep it in an hour. Yes, which honestly, I should be, I should be out there protesting that because that was annoying. <laughs> should be like, <laughs> it should be ten o'clock right now. <laughs> I'm not that lazy. <laughs> yeah, protesting <laughs> that it makes you look extra lazy. <laughs> to no one, because it's not like anyone was witnessing me, and I only I could have easily just lied just then and said that I woke up right and early. <laughs> Instead of ten thirty, it, it. it was eight thirty actually this today on this day. Yes, <laughs> out there getting up early on the west coast. So what's it like out there now? What's the vibe? Ooh, well, vibe check. <laughs> vibe check. A vibe shift is coming. Um, it's a it's a okay vibe. I would say, um, it's you know kind of springish weather but it's kind of rainy but drizzling classic vancouver nothing classic uh, vancouver not not fully raining but not really sunny either it's like a foggy mist exactly and yeah i mean it's kind of interesting i mean like the masks are all done mask mandate is lifted so that's wild i went into a busy coffee shop and i was wearing a mask out of habit and i guess i don't know i don't really care about wearing a mask i'll do it but no one else was i was like oh damn damn you were the odd one out Times wearing a mask i was the odd one out and there was no one yelling about no masks have you ever there seen that was. have you seen public confrontations about masking uh out there no i haven't have you i've seen a couple yeah a couple of really wow couple of dudes in the in the town just like strutting into the lcbo without a mask and the L- poor lcbo lady had to be like sir <laughs> sir this is an lcbo <laughs> <laughs> i i was i accidentally was one of those guys because one time at the i walked into the gym just without a mask went a few months ago by accident i had one in my pocket i just was walking from my house to the gym without a mask and then I was going to put it in when I got there forgot to and the person like reacted so <laughs> like I felt so bad for causing them this distress because they were like sir yeah. sir yeah this is a mask on establishment and I was like oh no sorry I'm, I'm I feel so bad They're like sir put the mask on right now like it was <laughs> they were ready to for a confrontation which I don't blame them I mean I'm sure that stuff happens I haven't witnessed it though yeah but that's yeah that is part of the vibe of the the maskers and the non-maskers but now I guess it's going to be a moot point so yeah soon soon enough there'll be no mandates for anyone to fight over just it's your own choice if you'd like to wear a mask please feel free to do so and if you feel that that is infringing upon your rights and liberties then it is infringing no more so Everyone should, will be chilling out about the masks soon. I guess that is a good... That's a benefit to it. Sure. Sure. We, and then if you forget your mask going to the gym, not a big deal now. No one's going to think that you're going to attack them. <laughs> <laughs> no one's heart is raising... Heart rate is raising yeah. significantly <laughs> when they see Nathan strolling in barefaced. <laughs> big old smile on my face. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, big old smile on your face. Love to see it. So let's talk about, let's get to the WTF part. Who are you? Where are you from? Who are your guys? So we've established a general location, Vancouver. Yes. That's where I'm not technically from. I'm from Kelowna, which is a few hours away. Oh, Kelowna. Um, I don't know. Have you ever been heard of that? I've heard of it. Yeah. Little place. It's a it's a it's a notable it's a notable city uh, of the All right, British cool. Columbia. Yeah, we know it out here. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty split. Whenever I talk to someone from the East Coast, sometimes they know it, sometimes they don't. But yeah, I, I grew up there, and then I moved out here. Like I've been here like nine years. Oh, nice. Um, I moved out moved out for university, and that's where I'm from. What were the other questions? Uh, who who are you? Where are you from? And who are your guys? Um, but just like you know, <laughs> so you um, went to university out there. Uh, what what uh, you go to? UBC. Yes. What a good guess. Beautiful it's campus. One of the ones. Beautiful campus out there. Oh, indeed. And what did you study? I studied English literature major, creative writing minor. Okay. Yeah. Doing words. A wordsmith. Kind of a word Both. kind of a word guy. I'm kind of a word guy. <laughs> um <laughs> that's typically how I introduce myself to people. <laughs> you should add that to your byline, actually. <laughs> I should just, just make that my entire scrap byline. Scrap the <laughs> scrap the front page of Reddit line. I was a baby like me, I should take that out there. I uh I take that out anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean no, you, it out, it's I was, a like, credit. It's a credit, and no one, and like I said, no one would know if you didn't say it. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. You gotta say it. You gotta stand up for yourself. Exactly. It's an achievement. It's an achievement. A lot of people would would kill to crop someone's name off of <laughs> some content and be featured on the front page of Reddit. Exactly. They would. Yeah. So oh, I'm really proud of that. So you're out there at UBC nose deep in a book i imagine you under a tree on campus like on a beautiful sunny day maybe surrounded by books but with one book in particular that you got your nose deep in mm -hmm. and is Ulysses. that kind of what it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was like well i had one i had my nose in a book reading and then i also had a my nose in a uh uh, scroll with a quill and I was writing that was the writing <laughs> right. part of it <laughs> right yeah and a little vial both. of ink and a frilly feather yes and I was wearing a powdered wig <laughs> <laughs> and tights stockings the like you went totally Shakespearean I did. You had a bit I of a face. I actually attended classes. I just was kind of doing my own thing. <laughs> you just kind of... You guys see the bard? They called you the bard, right? <laughs> I I was trying to get that going for myself. But oh, it was you who started that? really called me that. I, yeah, I just yeah. heard... I heard that someone was calling you, but it might have been you that actually told me that. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely was telling you. Yeah, people used to call me the bard. Yeah, people... I mean, some people, you know, got me the bard. Um, so that's, that's pretty good. What was, so top... Top lesson learned. <laughs> if you could summarize your, <laughs> your university education, mm, just give us the Cole's notes. Top lesson learned was, hmm, I don't know. I feel like all, what I really got out of my university degree was like writing for deadlines, right? And also just. I guess kind of what I, I don't know if it's really a lesson, but what I miss about university is just being exposed to new things. I felt like that was a really enriching time. And I kind of didn't, I didn't really like writing papers or like actually analyzing stuff. I always preferred the more creative side, but I did like uh, rolling up to a class and, you know, hearing people talk around me about the about about something i don't know i always i always enjoyed like lectures in that way and like discussion groups and stuff yeah like discussing the arts right and how discussing to the arts. how to analyze Very how one would analyze the arts and you know the various discussions one might the posits and theories about such art and how it might be affecting uh, your emotions 
Yes, yes, you're so on the right page. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, then I I definitely gravitated towards the um, creative side, and by the end of my English lit degree, I was like, my peers were continuing on some of them were continuing on into academia and i was like this is the end for me i cannot do this any longer i can actually barely do this currently so so you you dramatically ripped your powdered wig off in front of the entire class (laughs) yeah throw it onto the ground yeah (laughs) but honestly i feel like i most of my memories from university that's when i started doing improv and comedy in general but improv specifically i started when I first arrived at UBC. So I, a lot of my memories are about that. Yeah. So let's get into that. So what was your first improv? How did you get into it? So did you, um, I have a note here. You were in a, a, an improv duo show soda fountain. I guess that come later. Yeah, that came a bit later, but I mean, not too much later. Um, I, yeah. So I started with UBC improv. I auditioned in my, first year basically UBC actually has this really great improv program where I feel like a lot of colleges have like one team that maintains a team name and they maybe add like a couple new members every year but this was different because it was like they would just do new teams every year and it was like a huge pool of people that auditioned they would do like four teams of 12 whoa and then yeah, or maybe three or four teams, depending yeah, yeah. on how many people. Still, that's There'd a lot. Like, those are big teams. Big teams, and like, yeah, it was a kind of this whole program where you would re- you would practice like twice a week. You'd do shows every second week, and the shows we, we you'd get like two or three hundred people there. Wow. Um, and it, there was like you know like a real coaches that would come in, so it was a really awesome place to start because. That's was exactly like, was, what you need to start is like to do it consistently, be on stage consistently. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, you know, you're performing for your for for people at your school and they're a really nice audience to perform for. You have this built in audience sure. and then you're taking it seriously, maybe too seriously. <laughs> um, honestly, but it was a cool place to start doing improv yeah so i started improv there and then i started taking classes around vancouver at this school called blind tiger okay kind of it was had a similar program to or a similar style of improv to ucb and, okay. and kind of did um their classes were kind of not exactly that but similar like with the game and stuff yeah teach you the games and, show you the Game. Find the blow of the scene. <laughs> I don't exactly. know what other things are. Uh, stay, keep. You got a yes and. If you don't know that, you know. And I, I just learned that right now. I had no idea about that. Right. Yeah. I. Yeah. That's a. <laughs> that was a good one. That that everyone should know. You always have to say you agree with what they say, and then you add something. I. This is all news to me. Are you? Do you have? I, a, I, do you I, have a pen? Are you? You can just listen back. Actually, minutes, <laughs> just listen back. Give me twenty minutes to thirty minutes. I'll go to a Staples. I'll get a pen. What happened to your quill? <laughs> I gave that back when you I graduated. Th- threw it out with the powdered wig. Yep, so it's all in a dumpster somewhere. So from um, the UBC group, that's where you splintered off, and you met your, you met some improv team pals. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I started. So then I kind of, you know, long story short, as just started doing shows around town and I started doing more sketch stuff and then eventually started doing stand up. And I met Soda Fountain, which you mentioned was is a duo I'm in with uh, my friend Graham A. Church. And we met through Blind Tiger, that comedy school. So we started doing a monthly show. We sort of we were like a sketch group, improv group kind of just did whatever we wanted monthly that's the best Um, that's the best not being like locked into um some sort of tight format that you have to hit all the time and being flexible to just perform comedy in different ways i think that's great because you don't hear that too 
often you hear of performers going from improv to stand up or back and forth or whatever, but uh, not normally like doing it all random or like not random, you know, being able to like switch back and forth. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, we kind of did. Yeah. I like doing it all. And we would do stuff where it was like kind of like improv mix between improv and sketch and yeah, it was all, it was, all very fun. I say past tense just because we haven't. We're coming back. Uh, Post COVID, coming back, baby. Coming back. You yeah. heard it here. Get tickets. Get tickets now. Get tickets so yeah, now. I don't know. Um, that's basically the story. I don't know. I so that's the story. So then you made it, and you you have this this comedy show, Soda Fountain, which is. Looks like a great show from what I've Googled of it. <laughs> the Instagram has lots of great pictures of what look like very funny shows. Hey, thank you. Can't really That's tell from the picture, it. but like the faces are fun. The faces are funny in the pictures. Yeah. That's good to hear a uh, kind of outside perspective that it just looks funny. It looks funny photo. based That's on great. the Instagram. Yeah. I know what good shows instagrams look like (laughs) i've been to good shows and then i've seen the instagram and that is very similar to what stuff that i've seen so if you're listening and it's the far future check it out if you're out there on the west coast yes all right so now we know where you were from and i guess we didn't find out who are your guys um <laughs> that's, that's a that's like a joke <laughs> yeah mark maron style yeah. i would say mark maron was my guy <laughs> who, who i performed with a lot pow who is this kid <laughs> you guys seen this nathan kid <laughs> you've, yeah so you've um done shows with maron that's cool he's always blipping around totally. there on the west, <laughs> west coast um done so many shows with him so many shows. When's your WTF coming out? Um, I it, I was actually on the Obama episode. My <laughs> my mic was just muted. <laughs> it sucked. I was like coming in with some solid gold riffs. Uh, and can't imagine. Can't imagine you telling all your family and friends download this episode. You're gonna want to hear this <laughs> episode. Yeah. And run and see what your this boy <laughs> your boy's done. This episode's gonna be huge for podcasting in general. And well Yeah, it was disappointing for sure. That is disappointing, but maybe you can get in on the um Obama Springsteen show. The Obama Springsteen yeah, show. I've been I've been DMing <laughs> Things are happening behind the scenes. <laughs> so if you're a fan if you're a fan of Nathan, you gotta check out Obama's podcast. And Springsteen. That's like totally my like sensibility. You don't even have to check out my work. You can just listen to that. <laughs> and it's like you'll basically it's basically like you're listening to my stuff. Same kind of same vibe. Yeah. Same vibes. Alright, so <laughs> so that basically sums it up. Everyone should have a great idea in their mind's eye of Nathan. And um so what else is there? What's the comedy scene how's the comedy scene doing now? I guess it's been subdued due to the global pandemic but like you said we're coming out of it exactly yeah it's shows doing okay there's some shows popping up again we kind of like don't have very many venues that right. are specifically for comedy because we used to have two comedy clubs and those are have both shut down they both and shut then, down yeah one of them shut down during COVID. One of them shut down just before. One of them was Yuck Yucks. I think Yuck Yucks is like back open, like in the suburbs or something. But yeah, oh. the kind of main, yeah, central yeah. one shut down. But not like a not like a good, not like a little, yeah. not like a good comedy club. That's okay. Yes. Yeah. So you um, so you have space. The other one that, that was like the over. main comedy club that was uh, Little Mountain Gallery, which shut down just a couple months ago oh i hadn't heard that i am definitely sorry to hear that because that is the place that i was thinking of like that's that's like the main pop and spot when i think of cool shows over at over there 
Yeah, you know, it, that place was awesome. It was like a pretty unique structure. Like it was, uh, actually, I don't technically know if it was an, I think it was a registered nonprofit, but basically it was like a space that anyone could put on, not anyone, but like you could yeah. do whatever show you wanted to do there. And it was an opportunity for, like, it was very cheap, so you could make money off of those shows, so you could pay performers, and yeah, yeah, the structure of how it was run was really cool. That's great. That's exactly what you need to foster a good scene Yeah. in your city. So have you, have you ever been out to Vancouver? I was there for, the, indeed, the 2010 event, uh, and I was working, though, so I didn't get too much time to like go around and see stuff i did i got a few days to like wander around the city so i've been around downtown and i was staying in surrey so i know surrey okay (laughs) better than yeah the rest of the places but it was basically like going from surrey to the arena i was at the hockey house and uh and then back yeah i was working i was working at the hockey house like oh Oh, cool is that wayne gretzky over there yeah whatever is that the <laughs> is that every player who's won a gold medal, Olympic gold, Stanley Cup, and the World Hockey Championship all on one stage? Oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, just weird stuff happening at your job. Just weird stuff at your job. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that was fun. Are you a pretty big hockey fan? Not too big. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Okay. But you know, like when you see something like that, you're like, oh, that's yeah. that's like a historical <laughs> moment. You see, like Tretiak yeah. on stage or whatever. Like, oh, that's the guy from the that's the guy from the '72 thing. Pretty neat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very fun. So I have been over to Vancouver, but it was mostly you know back and forth, working, traveling, traveling to the work. But I did. What did I do out there? There was a lot of stuff happening out there. It was pretty popping off during that time, as you can imagine. What you were obviously around during there. What were you? Did you come in and check anything out? Did you go to Whistler? See an event? I didn't. I didn't do anything. Uh, I was still living in Cologne at that point. I was in high school. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So that was. Uh, so that was it. So I. Uh, what did I do? I saw Stephen Colbert did a did a series of shows like from oh, nice. outside of the uh, sort of like on my way. I was walking to work. I walked past the gigantic stage that Stephen Colbert had set up, and so I watched a few Stephen Colbert shows. I was a huge Colbert fan at the time. Uh, wow, it was the awesome. Colbert Rapport, and he sang. It was him and Michael Bublé, and they sang the. Uh, it was it was like the lyrics to O Canada" to the tune of "Star Spangled Banner." <laughs> oh, uh, so okay. it was pretty wild, but yeah, that was it was fun. So I had a good experience in Vancouver, but I didn't um, like tourist too much stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy it. We have to come back. I definitely want to come back. Um, now that now that the there's no more Olympics for me to work at. I can finally see the sights. I can finally see the sights. <laughs> You've been waiting for these Olympics to end. They've <laughs> been 10 years long. These 2010 Olympics feel like they're never going to end for me. <laughs> um, so let's talk about your content. Very funny tweets as how I've discovered you through Twitter at Nathan Hair Nice. Go check that out hilarious tweets um but uh doing my research i found out that you have a short film i do that you have you've produced you've created and starred in written and produced and starring are those the is that the correct those are the three credits <laughs> the credits yes. yeah um really funny uh <laughs> i watched it today just so funny but i saw like i was like oh he has a short film i'll watch it like I have, I've seen student films before. <laughs> I'll watch it, <laughs> but this was actually like <laughs> I don't know, really good, really really good. Not saying that oh, I had, I didn't think it was gonna be good, but I didn't think it was gonna blow me away to the level that it did. So everyone, please check the show notes. There's a link to the short film. Uh, Life is seriously weird. That's <laughs> what it's called. Wild. Life is. Oh, I better fucking check. Fix that. All good, all good. Life um, is seriously wild, um, which is so funny. It was just so funny. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Just tell me, tell us about it. How did that all work out? Well, when, when did you yeah, start working I, on it, etc.? 
I started writing that, I feel like I wrote that in a few years ago, maybe like 2018. Um, and I was thinking like, oh, maybe I should write a web series. That's kind of like, and web series, web series are over. I was like, maybe I'll write like a short comedy film. And yeah, so I, I wrote that. And then it was just actually in COVID where we were like in one of the dips of COVID, whenever it was, when things were kind of back open, we we're like, I was chatting with uh, Graham, who I mentioned before. We were like, we should do shoot something, some sort of project, something that's like small and we can do during COVID that's safe. So I was like, oh, I do have this script that I always wanted to make. And I looked at it and it was like, <laughs> there was like so many things. There was like a full on like party scene in it. And I was like, oh, we can't do that. But I, so I rewrote it in 2020 um, to make it COVID friendly. Okay. And then we shot it and then it, we put it out and I'm really proud of it. It's very like, it's a parody of romantic comedies, essentially. I was really in my head kind of parodying that like master of none person living in the big Got city it. trying to figure it all out. Like yes. dating is so weird. I couldn't put my that finger was... on if there was one pivot point that was trying to parody like an overall arching thing, but I could pick out certain like certain elements that were like, you know, great satire or like this is like a, an old like a comedy <laughs> old comedy move um but yeah that's 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 a great um that pulls it all together for me <laughs> yeah i was really trying to go for that vibe and yeah very influent it's like i it's fun to write something that has a relatively it, it i i like the way it, it looks like i wouldn't say yes. it has like a it has a high production value for this yeah. sort of content, I guess, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Yes. I like doing stuff that's like feels like it feels like a, a, a film, but it's like the logic of it is completely broken. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was like uh, it, it, lo it looks like a short film and it, the, the tone of certain points, you're like, oh, it's like going for that kind of tone and then something will happen. I'll take a crazy left turn <laughs> that you didn't yeah. expect. And you're like, oh, yes, that's what makes it so funny. That's the comedy of it. Yeah, I like doing stuff that's just purely for comedy. Comedy for comedy's like, sake? Comedy for comedy's sake. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully I we... So then I've written another thing that we are trying to film very, very soon. And we're just trying to work out locations for it and stuff. But oh, that's same, exciting. Getting the people we made that with. Yeah, it was good. It was a small little cast, but everyone nailed it. The The two friends were great. The girl, the love interest is great. Yeah, those are, um, yeah, like Maddie Kelly, Nima Galamipour, Danica Tebow, all comedians. Danica, that name sounds familiar. From your podcast. From <laughs> I was like, I, I'm like, is he leading into something or is he just saying that it sounds familiar? Just yes. a tease, yeah, just a tease. I didn't want to let that go by. So, the, uh, so yeah, so you made the short film, it's great. Some of my funny, um, favorite parts like head in the garbage can callback, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, showed up with the milk and bread, the, the podcast. <laughs> fact that it was like yeah you're the top podcast and then the, the like this thing it's like almost a throwaway line about droning on and <laughs> that's probably why it's top of the charts you're like oh yeah <laughs> i've just been droning on it's probably why i'm top of the charts <laughs> like as a podcast guy who is doing a podcast i thought that was funny um it's like oh uh, thank you i appreciate that and then there was like classic nathan style jokes where you're like yeah, i haven't even made the mlb this year it's like those are remind me of your tiktoks <laughs> Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Sort of that kind of just like, ugh, something just so weird and you would never say that, say that but that kind of vibe. Yeah. And then the, um, when you like got to your apartment, you just like let the bike go. Yeah. <laughs> that was like Pee Wee Herman or whatever. We actually had, okay, so I, there's a deleted scene that we spent a large amount of time shooting with this bike. I'm glad you noticed the bike thing because that's one of my favorite parts, but we couldn't quite get this other, which is very, it's very PB Herman where it initially, I like pick up the bike from a spot and then I toss it away at the end. <laughs> and then we had the, 
the bike traveling like through the city to get back to this spot and then landing perfectly as if it was like locking uh, itself in the original spot. I got um, you. That, that you sounds like it would be a lot of work for that payoff of the one joke. Yeah, and it ended up not really working. <laughs> like it was kind of like this just feels like it's going, it just didn't quite click or something. Yeah. But we tried it. But the idea was great and it turns out all you needed was just the first <laughs> shoving the bike over. Yeah. Which is almost funnier. I almost kind of like it that it's like he's just done with the bike. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was just like, uh, that's so good. Yeah. Well, great stuff. Can't wait for the next film in the series. The next the next film, the spiritual sequel. <laughs> spiritual sequel, the follow-up, <laughs> the, the sophomore effort. Slump. No, don't say, no, no, I don't say that. that. Oh. <laughs> Sophomore streak. Sophomore streak. There you go. Um, yeah, that was great. Um, what is my next note? It was check out your podcast. Forgive us. Tell us about your podcast. What's it about? It is about me and Danica Tebow, who I just mentioned. We host a podcast where we talk about what we're worried about this that week. Huh? Oh, an anxiety-based podcast. Anxiety-based podcast. But I will say it's a premise that we only sometimes get to. Ah, that is my favorite type of podcast. You don't stick to the premise too tight. Yeah, we wanted something where it's like, okay, we can't purely, even though I would love to just have a podcast where I'm talking with Danica, which is basically what it is. But we were like, for marketing sake, I feel like we have to say people are gonna ask us what like you just did what's the premise of this podcast yes so we did something where we were like okay we're never gonna get sick of this and this will just facilitate conversation and yeah you could do a five minute chunk of it up top boom check mark and then just uh chit chat (laughs) the rest of the show now let's get into the good stuff let's get into the juicing girlfriend is that what you get into juicing girlfriend oh yeah totally we shit talk people and we're very very mean Oh, did I get that? That was my favorite podcast to listen to. Just, ooh, <laughs> just talking shit about people. We're like, uh, I'll tell you off, Mike, who I'm talking about. And then you're like, no. Come on, uh, give us the name. I want to know who you're talking shit about. I don't really need to know. Exactly. But it is fun. It's fun to do a podcast. So everyone go check that out. I have linked it in the notes. So that's fun to do, doing a podcast, right? Going pretty good. Yeah, it's fun. It's like, it's it's fun just to be like, oh, cool. Now this is, as everyone says about their podcast, like, it's an excuse to hang out. People can't. <laughs> it is. I love those jokes. That's such a Twitter joke. That's like, um, why can't millennials? They can't just hang out. It needs to be recorded. It needs to be a podcast. Oh my god, these millennials! Does everything have to be a TikTok? Exactly. So. Actually, I am filming a TikTok right now of this whole podcast. It'll be about, (laughs) uh, so far, it'll be four 10-minute long TikToks. (laughs) Please, I can see those going to the top of the charts. The TikTok charts? (laughs) Yes. I I always check the TikTok charts first thing in the morning. I just scroll right up to number one and scroll all the way down to number 100. You're there. Yes, I always check and see if I'm number one on the TikTok charts. Never am because I don't post anything. But I'm does... there. I feel it with the billboard charts. I'm always like, did I put out a number one single this week? <laughs> not again. No, <laughs> yeah. not this week. La da dee, la da da. That's that's the song. Yeah. Oh, that just blipped up one. Just blipped, nice. Just blipped up one on the charts. Um, so I am on TikTok, rather new. How long have you been on the, the TikTok? Jeez, how long have I been on there? I mean, I feel like I somewhere in the COVID yes. lockdown, I got it. And then, but I feel like I wasn't actually posting on there until pretty recently. Right. Yeah, I think that's generally um, the, I mean, that's sort of the trajectory <clears throat> that I've seen probably with the, with people who I've seen use it. It was like, you pick it up maybe like hesitantly like maybe you didn't want to pick it up but you did anyway you check it out you maybe got hooked scrolling a few videos and then after you find 
what kind of videos you like or whatever. You find your your uh, your, your little trend that you want to jump on. <laughs> mm-hmm. You jump Dancing. on that trend. You jump on that trend. Yeah, and I actually, I don't know. What's your opinion of TikTok? Uh, yeah, like I was it? very against it. I mean, I was a, I, I liked Vine, and then they took it away from us. I was like, ah, oh, something's mm-hmm. gonna for sure come back and replace this. Ba 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 ba. There comes TikTok, and then TikTok comes, and I'm like, no, <laughs> this isn't what I wanted to replace Vine for whatever reason. And then probably like I don't know, a year after it had been out and it had been popular, I was like, oh yeah, I guess it is good. And then I got sucked into it. Got in, got addicted to scrolling on the TikTok. Had to implement a res- time restriction on myself. So when that <laughs> forty-five minute note comes up, I have to like, close it, and then I can open it oh, later. Yeah. But I have to close it when that thing comes up. So that's a good uh, little stop, stop loss, <laughs> stop time loss for me. But it is the algorithm had its hooks in me. Yeah, I mean, it is one of those things that it's totally tailored to you. So it's, I think, when you first jump on tiktok you're like what is going on this is like very random and then you start finding the goods yeah it takes it takes a minute to find to start feeding you what you want but then it knows by how long you watched it or (laughs) where your eyes went or what you ate for lunch or it it knows what you were dreaming about and then it'll just feed that into your timeline yeah um, but yeah, I, I like, I feel like there's a lot of good people on TikTok and yeah. I, yeah, I actually really like it from a comedy perspective. That's interesting. Who are some of your favorite comedy people? Because normally I would have, uh, like on my normal, on my feeds, I have like all comedy, usually like really funny people, but on my TikTok, it's like the algorithm has pointed me into a different direction. I get some comedy, but I get a lot of like... <laughs> wellness like yeah yoga stretching stuff like that like i guess that's what i'm more into i know wow that's i wouldn't that's kind of cool it's it's weird because it's like i didn't know that about myself until tiktok was like listen this is what you like <laughs> like oh maybe i have adhd <laughs> you're discovering new mental illnesses yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. yeah 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 Discovering new um, things I like. Discovering new di- potential self-diagnoses. <laughs> That's the way to go about it. Well, we'll um, see. I was I was gonna say. Well, I feel like the people that are really, like the people that I really like on TikTok aren't. This is one thing I'll, I will say about TikTok: is it feels like the people that are the funniest aren't being like, "Hey, here's a comedy sketch I made." Yes. And they're more just making videos. Like, there's this guy. Um, his name's Martin. I'm trying to find out what his actual username is. Anyways, but he's really funny. But he just kind of does, like, these characters. But they're not really, like... Like, you wouldn't... It's kind of... I mean, you you know that he's doing a character. But it's not... It, it's... Uh, you could... If you... Just at first glance, you'd be like, is this a guy just, like... Is this him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. He's not like being like, hey, check out my new vid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that that, that is sense? true. That's a lot of those, a lot of people who do characters of like someone annoying or whatever, like those people who can dip into a character are more prone to have success on TikTok because they can replicate that character in different situations and scenarios. It was almost like if you see Mr. Bean doing the, the one dance you see mr bean doing this trend here and it's funny both times because it's mr bean doing it so if you have like a funny weirdo character mm-hmm, mm-hmm, then you get the weirdo character in different scenarios yeah that's just a license to print tiktok gifts oh exactly <laughs> and you're, you're gonna get you're gonna get so fucking rich you're gonna get so many roses you're gonna get so many freaking uh i don't know what are the things that you can get you get like a little gift have you seen that stuff i i feel like vaguely i know that but (laughs) i haven't gone too deep on the tiktok gifts the thing it keeps coming up so i have to exit exit off and every time it's like you get 50 dollars of free gifts you can give to people so i guess if you're watching someone's live or if you like their video you can like send them that 
free money that they've given you that's only to give away. <laughs> so you can support creators with those gifts. It's an interesting. Okay. It was an interesting thing, an interesting uh, way of doing it. Like if there was like Twitter bucks, and uh, you have a good tweet, and I can every t- if I like it, you get one Twitter buck. <laughs> yeah, Just Twitter they gave kind you- of have. They well, don't they have that thing with like Twitter Blue or whatever it's called? They have monetized themselves, but I'm not sure what actually really you get from when you pay for that i haven't looked into it too much but uh i don't think it's i don't think it's like creators yeah i don't think it's for really or yeah it is for creators but it's not really like how to monetize i'm just like gives you extra benefits features features yeah yeah, features yeah it seems like twitter's kind of like flailing right now hey yeah twitter's been in the myspace zone for like the last i don't know two years almost Two years, three years. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a slow, slow down, slowly, slow descent. So whenever the next thing, I mean, it could even be TikTok, but whenever the next thing pops off, it's just going to suck everyone away from Twitter one day. And that's sad, you know, because that's, that's my main, that was my main spot where I planted my flag. But now I'm going to have to pivot. I have to pivot hard, Nathan. Have to pivot. Well, yeah, that's what's the, but. I don't know. I still really like Twitter because it's like you can post videos on there or you can just post text. I don't know. It's simple, I don't know. yeah. I, I, we need a platform like that. Well, there's going to be a thing that's just going to be everything in one, right? Like you can post a TikTok, you can post a tweet, you can post a picture, an Instagram post, and it all shows up on one super feed. We need to go back to Facebook. We need to go back to Facebook. Are you on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was I, on I, Facebook when it was only universities. That's the only time Facebook was ever good. When you needed an invite, you needed a university registered email address. Wow, what university did you go to? U of G, University of Guelph in Guelph, Ontario. Go nice. Griffins. A lot of farmers <laughs> take getting their education there. Is <laughs> a heavy agricultural based curriculum. Really? Yep. Yeah, they have a big um there's a barn on campus. And there is a oh, wow. a college royal uh event where the, all the cowboys get dressed up in their fancy in their fancy hats. Uh it's like a really? pro, a prom for cowboys. It's very, very fun. Wow, I I didn't know that at all. I've never been to Guelph. I haven't really been I would like to go around Ontario more. I've only been to Toronto. Yeah, I should have asked you when you asked me about Vancouver. You've been to Toronto, so what was your experience? Did you did you do any performing, or was it uh, like a long time ago? No, I did. I I we actually did Soda Fountain up there. We I think this was this was like November 2019, so pretty close to COVID. It was like the last. I think it was the last plane I took before COVID. Whoa. Um, and we went out there and went out for like a weekend night. Did some stand-up we did our show and hung out with I have a lot of friends from vancouver that have moved out there hung out with them it was pretty fun mm-hmm. i like any a lot. I would, any names you want to notably person. shout out and name drop for our listeners names of my friends yeah if they're <laughs> if they're notable comedians but if not if they're not like oh performers or whatever that's fine Oh, no, I more just meant, like, friends from university. But, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, but uh, I, actually, oddly enough, I find that there's not a lot of people that, um, comedians that move from Vancouver to Toronto for whatever reason. Well, I guess that's a good, uh, This that shows that the Vancouver scene is good. Good enough. Good. That's true. Pretty good. Like, the, the Toronto scene is, is good. It's good. I don't know how it covid has really i know it obviously has impacted it quite uh dramatically but going into it it was pretty it was a pretty strong scene but uh, nice yeah i really liked the shows that i did in it did you perform at, a lot uh, more shows comedy bar any 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 shows at comedy bar i did that's where we did soda fountain oh that's a good one good spot to yeah. have your show it was oh, that was it was really fun. Yeah, who, um, how did the show go? Who did you have any um, any Toronto comedians headlining it? Or st- we had Richard? Amar Singh yeah. did stand up. I'm trying. I'm now I'm gonna 
Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm asking you for like a <laughs> lineup for a show from three years three ago. Years. Uh, uh, what it, and then we had some other people too. Oh, uh, awesome. I'm actually totally blanking. That's sorry. Right. Um, yeah, it's very. You're obviously crushed because you stuck still in my mind because I know we we hung out and we went and got uh, uh, Greek food from this really. It was a really random choice for a restaurant. We went and got. Greek food. It was almost like a Greek chain restaurant, I want to say. If it wasn't a chain, it kind of had that vibe like it was like a family restaurant. Right. I forget what it was called. But we had this formal dinner, almost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> where we talked about our, where we got our, our first kisses. Okay. Wow. That's like a very formal dinner event. Yeah. With a formal conversation. Stood out in my mind. Yeah. That's interesting. That's fun. Well, I'm glad that you had a nice time in Toronto. I hope you make it back someday. I would love to see you <clears throat> perform yeah. at Comedy Bar. Definitely have to come back. You gotta come back. You gotta come back, Nathan. Um. Well, I guess I've reached the end of all my bullet points. Um. So we should. So there's a lot of a lot of bad stuff going on in the world, but it's great to talk to someone nice like you, Nathan. Hey, thanks for having me very fun um we should do this again sometime we should we should we should and hopefully i'll see you soon in person we should do this again sometime it would be great to see you in person great to meet up and uh yeah high five <laughs> high five there you go it's kind of my thing all right nathan well i guess that will just about wrap it up for us on the podcast thank you so much for taking the time out of your one hourless day you had one. Now you have two less hours today because the podcast took one and the daylight savings took the tether. And I know I'm actually really pissed about that. <laughs> that I even did this to begin with. But well, you just think if I had it scheduled it at midnight, it would have been done immediately. Wait, right? <laughs> yeah, at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So now uh, what I do is at the end of the podcast, I play the podcast theme and we say our goodbyes so nathan thanks so much for being on the podcast and i hope you have a great rest of your day you too thanks for having me thanks nathan and uh, i'll see you online and uh, take care bye bye see ya well that's it i hope you enjoyed this week's episode with nathan follow him on twitter at nathan hair nice and you gotta watch the short film, Life is Seriously Wild. You will enjoy it if you're a silly sort. If you're a new listener, dare you to listen to one more. If you're a regular listener, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You can check out all the old Friends of the Show episodes at www.stevenwskinner.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at your local Canadian Tire in the podcast section. If you like podcast tweets, check out at FOTSPod on Twitter. Weird when you do. I'm on Twitter at SkinnerSteven. Special thanks to Ruby Coast for the music. Special thanks to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme. And thank you for listening. I am Stephen W. Skinner. Have a great one. <laughs>